This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so you can get the very best results from your dog training. This show is brought to you by FamilyDogFusion.com. For professional advice, dog training tips, ebooks, and a video to teach your dog how to walk on a leash, go to FamilyDogFusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. I am a professional dog trainer. Yes, that is what I do for a living. Well, the truth is I train people to train dogs. One thing I love about my program is that I can answer questions that were not answered when I started training. Everyone has a different reason for getting or owning a dog. Many times there are questions as to why a dog is behaving a certain way or why should they even do training at all. One thing no one ever asks is, how does dog training work? We would love for you to join our community of dog lovers. Log on to Facebook and search for our business page, Family Dog Fusion. There you will get updates as to what's going on with our dog-loving family and friends from all over the world. See events, our travels, or just information that you may need about the podcast, our book, or the new products we'll be releasing. That's Family Dog Fusion on Facebook. See you there. This is Discover Your Dog, the show that not only answers why, but also answers how. I am Benny Copeland, trainer of people, behaviorist to the dogs, and just like you, the listener, a dog lover. Welcome to my plethora of shows, getting close to the big 3-0-0. How does dog training work? I mean, this show will also go a long way to answer the why you should train as well, and I have many shows on that topic. I would say that setting a foundation for doing anything well is always a good habit if you want to enjoy an activity. I mean, I love to play poker, and yet, if I didn't know the value of each card I played, how would I ever be good at it or even enjoy it? So let's get fundamental right after this. Do you love what you hear in all of these podcasts? Does what Benny say just make sense to you? Well, if you want a more in-depth understanding of what it means when we say demystify your dog's behavior, then you need to go to amazon.com and get Benny's book, Family Dog Fusion. Yes, we named the book after the website because we wanted things to be simple to remember. And most of all, we really want to fuse your dog into your family. In these few pages, Benny has decoded dog behavior. He's found a way to make what he has learned over the past 20 years of his life make sense when it comes to communicating with your dog. Also, the great thing about this book is you can mark up the pages, highlight the important stuff, bend the heck out of the spine even if you want to. It's yours. So we suggest to do all those things and then give it away and buy a new book when that happens. Family Dog Fusion on Amazon.com. Get your copy today. So sometimes I like to use the analogy of reading. Most of us that are listening to this podcast can read. And the truth is, before you sit down to read a book or read something, you don't say the ABCs in your head. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, just to make sure you know all the letters. The truth is, you know the ABCs. You know those letters. 
And to me, that's the very basic foundation of why you would do these the training, why you would learn, teach your dog basic commands. The truth on all those commands, and I've gone on this through many podcasts too, each command separately as a matter of fact, is that we don't use those commands in everyday situations, but you're setting a foundation. So you don't make your dog do a heel, a sit, a come, a down, and a place in the way that I train it before you go for a walk every time with your dog. You just know you want your dog to walk with you loose on the leash. You may even let your dog... Um, run around and uh, sniff things and go to the bathroom and stuff like that while you're on your walk. It's just knowing that your dog will do those things. And how dog training, in my sense of training, is that what you're doing is you're setting a foundation so that your dog knows who to go to or who to look to when needing to make a decision. And it's just like raising a family. You are a a leader or a father or mother figure. So your kids look to you or ask you questions when they want to know something. So to train a dog, that's really what you're doing to make that dog a part of your family is so that, hey, now he knows or she knows that I need to look to you when I'm making a new choice. Um, Today, so I'm out having coffee on my porch and um, there are moles in my yard. And I had to continually let the dogs know, hey, you can't be messing with the moles. Um, I don't want you to get sick by eating a mole. Or uh, sometimes they even start to eat the dirt a little bit when they're going in there. So yes, there is there are those boundaries and those rules and those things that we need to do. Um, and, and that's the thing. As a leader, your dog needs to be comfortable and trust what you are choosing for them to do or what you make as the rules of your house. Everybody's different in their rules. Everybody's different in their expectations. Everybody's different in how they let their dog behave. Even different dogs can behave differently where, for example, I allow Beans to get on the furniture um, and she sleeps in bed with me at night, but Oz doesn't. Now, Oz is allowed on the furniture, but he doesn't get in the bed with me at night. And this is something that I set up a long time ago. Does it make them jealous or any, you know, feel any differently? No, because those are the things that they look to me for guidance on those rules. And I reinforce when they're making the good choices of those rules and when they're doing the the good things. Do I let them get away with things every now and again? Absolutely. Um, I'm definitely one to be very lenient. I'm probably more lenient than most people uh, with their dog. And I'm sure Tam would be more than happy to tell you all the ways that I am. But I am, um, I do give my dogs a lot of benefit of the doubt and let them do. One time I actually went down there with Beans and watched her dig for the mole. I didn't want her to catch it, (laughs) but I did watch her dig for it and let her uh, get away with doing that while I was down there. Because unfortunately, when I'm not down there, they tend to um, get kind of crazy with it. So uh, there was a point where I just let her be her dog, her dog self that does dig and go into holes and things like that. And I actually took some pictures. They're really cute. Um, But that's a part that you want your dog to be comfortable. I feel like a dog that lives in a happy and a healthy and a trusting environment does live a lot longer. They feel better. Um, You know, stress causes a lot of problems. Now, sometimes I come into homes where aggression is the issue. 
Uh, basically, we have to figure out what's the base route for this dog being aggressive. Why is the dog doing that? And then allow that person to learn how to make that dog understand what the rules are in those situations. But you, to correct aggression with aggression never works. Now, don't get me wrong. This is how I was trained to do it. And fear-based training is not what I learned and why I started training the way that I train today is that fear-based training is not creating that loving and trusting environment. Dog's not going to want to look to you. They're actually going to look to you out of fear to see if you're going to respond in a negative way to them. So, When you're training your dog, what you're learning is to learn how to see when they're making choices. We talk about all this, about knowing that when they're making a good choice, that you're giving positive, pleasing, loving attention in that moment. But you have to be aware of it. This is a a thing that um, I think most people, when I get into, they just aren't even aware of how they're communicating with their dog. So creating that really good environment Um, letting your dog know that um, it is making good choices and responding to that. I mean, I was with a client just yesterday and the dog was making some really good choices and the guy was not saying a word to his dog. But when I pointed it out that, hey, your dog... the dog al- almost always chases after um, kids running down the road or bikes or things like that. And he had the dog not even in command. It was just laying there with him. And the dog, uh, these two kids came riding by on their bike and the dog did nothing, just sat there. And here was his moment to praise the dog. But in his mind, he's like, if I said anything to my dog now, he's going to jump up and go after the kids. And that so he was being quiet in that moment. So I have to create this awareness that says, here's the opportunity that you had to start teaching your dog that this is how you want to behave. But yet, in your mind, what you were doing was being quiet. So he didn't take that opportunity to go after the kids. And that's the way we look at things a lot of times. We're not even paying attention to those things. And the moment that they actually do the thing that we want them to, say they're staying on all fours when they're greeting your friends coming in the door, you don't even say anything to them because you're afraid the moment you say something, they're going to do it. You know why they do it? Because that's when they get the attention. So you have to start making that shift. You have to start looking at, okay, giving positive attention in those moments you're um, acting in the way that I want. Now, is correction a necessary tool? Yes, it's a good and necessary tool. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes, like when that dog goes after the kids, if you don't have him on the leash to stop him from going, he could hurt one of the kids. Even if he had no intent to hurt the kids, he was just going after the bike. He probably could have scared them. They would have crashed, something like that. So you have to be able to correct in the right moments and show the dog how he's supposed to behave as well. Now, Most people will talk about, well, we'll just ignore all those behaviors. Well, the truth is there are some behaviors that you can ignore. And ignoring a behavior is the best correction if you can ignore a behavior. But the problem is is when your friends are wearing nice clothes and your dog's been out in the backyard and all muddy, you don't want your dog jumping up on them. They have to be corrected in some way. Uh, I also hear a lot of these people, uh, a lot of people saying, don't say no to your dog. Well, in the way that I train, no just means one thing. If I say no in a uh, corrective tone, my dogs will stop whatever they're doing and look at me. That's all I'm expecting from them when I say that word. No means stop doing what you're doing and pay attention. So at that point, I can get them to either make 
a new choice or do something different than what they're doing in that moment. So yes, did I yell no at my dogs when they were eating the dirt outside? Yes, absolutely. And they stopped and looked at me and I went, all right, come on. You know, and then they would come inside. So I just needed them to stop that behavior. And by teaching them that that's what the word no, not in this negative connotation of I'm going to beat you or I'm going to, you know, give tough corrections or with the leash or whatever, you want to do it in a way that you're teaching them, hey, look at me, pay attention. That's what I need. Now, again, when you get to that negative fear-based type correction, there is a tendency with some people to go to that higher level of correction. And unfortunately, that's just how we are as a society. So, it is something you have to be very aware of. And awareness is something that's difficult, especially in the process of learning something new like training a dog. And I'll give you a good um, example. So, having a trainer for anything is really a good uh, a good opportunity to learn something better. Um, I know in the poker world, there are a lot of um, poker players that are really good poker players that have people that are teaching them how to play better and how to uh, do things like watch people and uh, look for what they call tells to see if someone's bluffing or not. Um, golf is a good example. Almost anybody could grab a club, go out there and start smacking at the ball Um, But if you take a lesson, they're going to start to teach you how to hit the ball straighter and longer and less often, which is the whole point of golf. I remember taking a lesson one time and a guy changed my grip on how um, and how I had been holding the uh, uh, club every time. And at first it was weird. It was strange. And I still use that same grip and I still get a better swing. But at first I thought, it was not going to work. So having a trainer come in to help you through the process is always a good idea. Of course, you know, that's what I do. So I'm definitely going to uh, promote that as well. And that's really the hows of it, right? So the whole thing when I talk about it is that training is the base root of how you want your dog to be a part of your family and how it is uh, very important that your dog understand that you are the leader so that they can feel comfortable and just be a dog. I mean, that's what they are. We got them for their cuteness and their lovability and their Um, willing to uh, put up with anything from us. So that's really the point in how training can really help you to understand uh, what the purpose is for having a dog and what a dog's kind of how their brain works and that uh, that that's what they need, just like small children do. Now, um, when you are communicating well, you are really working to show your dog that they have a place in your family. And once that dog feels comfortable with you, they will then want to please you. And remember, it's like I say, they will be willing to obey because it becomes part of their life. And that willingness to obey is what we call obedience. And just like a child in a family, there are going to be trials and tests. A dog just wants consistency and love. They'll test your boundaries every now and then, but this is actually part of the process when you have a family. It's also how we learn to grow. You get through that stress of maybe teaching all those rules and your dog testing those rules. And at some point, when they understand that you're going to be consistent and how you expect them to behave, 
you have huge rewards and very long-term benefits. Now, unlike a child that you've raised, you won't get to see the results of your leadership and training, and hopefully in your life with your child, those results are a success in life and that they can learn to have loving a loving family of their own and be successful in whatever they choose as, as their career. With a dog, you just want the dog to live a long, healthy, and happy life. Most of us do see the dogs to the end of its life. And I hope for you that you get to a place that you know your dog has had the best chance of living its best life. So in summary, today we answer the question, how dog training works. You learned that it's about creating the fundamental basic needs for your dog so that they can be happy and look to you to make decisions. You also discovered that a happy, healthy dog is going to be the best dog that it possibly can and it's going to fit into your lifestyle, whatever that is. Thank you. If you would like to contact us, we have a link on our website, familydogfusion.com. We would love to hear your opinion and we value your feedback. So again, familydogfusion.com. Or if you just want to send us a direct message, you can do that via email. It goes to familydogfusion at gmail.com. Your comments are important to us and help us with future shows. Thank you for listening to our show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and give us a five-star review because it helps others find our show. And frankly, we just love to read them. This show is produced by Eric Jayner and show notes are created by Carissa Dolan. Thank you to all of the Family Dog Fusion team and our affiliate sponsor, Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. For your free pet insurance quote, go to familydogfusion.com slash insurance. And go to familydogfusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Be impeccable with your dog.